I don't know if you noticed this or not, but we're leaving Syracuse today and you haven't unpacked in the hotel room. Which is so unlike me and I don't know. It doesn't bother me as much as it should, but it does bother me. Is it because of Ellie or like what's – because this is literally the first time that I've ever been anywhere with you where you haven't walked in the room and immediately unpacked. Well, that's not true because they have a rule. If we're going to be in the room less than 48 hours, I don't unpack it. Right. I meant like vacation, though. But if we're going to be in the room for more than two nights, then not only do I unpack, but I hide the stuff – that make it look like a hotel room. The like, brochures, yes. the random magazines, all the, that stuff, gotta go. Those magazines that are like Atlanta now, and it's, you know, all the tourist stuff that you mm-hmm. would see, or like it would be, you know, Syracuse in the spring would be, and it, it, all that gone. Um, move that. If there's like a coffee maker that we'll never use, I put it in the closet on the top shelf. Did you notice I put the coffee maker away? You, I didn't even know he had a coffee maker. That's right. Where That's is, right. Who wh- takes care of you? Where Kelly was it? Dollar. Where was it and where is it? It was right next to the ice bucket yeah. above the microwave. Yeah. And there's a drawer below the microwave and yeah. I put it down there along with our snacks. I have never been more proud of you. Yeah. See, I came in. I The first thing I did was unpack. Not me. I didn't. I never unpacked me. I was kind of using you not unpacking as an excuse for me not to have to unpack because I really don't like unpacking in hotel rooms, but Jeff really does. So I make an effort to do that. But since he didn't, I was like, well, I'm not. And I unpacked Ellie and then, you know. And the other thing is we are leaving today. And last night, Callie started organizing and getting ready to pack up, which is normally what I do the night before. Who are you? It's so. You even lost your keys twice on this trip. And um, that's usually my responsibility, losing stuff. I didn't lose my keys, did I? You couldn't find the keys twice. You lost your wallet the day before you left. Like you're, the role is being reversed here. What is that Lindsay Lohan movie from? Freaky Friday. Yeah, we're Freaky Friday. Did we get hit by lightning or something? Yeah, probably. And we we got reversed because I kind of like it, but I also hate it if I'm being totally honest. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the beautiful weather that we had yesterday for running errands with with dad and Ellie and the beautiful weather that we're expected to have today for our journey out of Syracuse. My name is Callie Dollar and I'm grateful for family time. It's been so nice spending time with you, getting to like, you know, Ellie getting to spend time with her grampy. And then what I thought was really super neat is taking Ellie to all the places that you used to go as a kid. So it's just really, really sweet. I have to brag on myself a little bit because we talked about, you know, October Lucians or whatever, and I was pregnant when I made those, but I knew after I wasn't pregnant anymore and I was physically cleared to work out, I really wanted to get back into my workouts. And since we've been on vacation, I have worked out every day. I am super 
impressed with you. And not just workouts. Like I come back to the room looking like Hard, somebody just killed me. Hardcore workouts. And it's not as easy as it used to be because you they only allow one person in the gym mm-hmm. at a time or the fitness center, whatever it is, at the hotel. Mm-hmm. So you have to reserve it 24 hours in advance for right. like your little 40 because you reserve it for 45 minutes and then they spend 15 minutes cleaning it mm-hmm. before the next reservation. So uh, it's it hasn't been like – Convenient. Yes, yeah, super easy to do. Mm-hmm. It's just been a little bit of a hassle. It was the perfect setup for me to make excuses to not get it done. And the thing is, is I've been in points in my life where I've been the person that's like, "Uh, well, I don't know what we're going to do tomorrow. So I'm just not going to make the reservation. I'll call in the morning and then they're booked. And I'm like, oh, well, whatever. I'm like, you know what? No, I know Ellie's napping at a certain time. I'm going down there. I am scheduling the workout. If I have to cancel it later, I will. But I am so determined to make this happen. And I think it's a good reminder that if you want something bad enough, you make it happen and changes in your life happen because of you. Like no one else can get you to a gym. No one else can make monumental changes in your life. That has to come from you. And I think it comes from a place of self-love because you're like, no, you know what? I want that. I deserve it. I'm going to go get it. And what would you be doing if you weren't working out? Like, what would you do with that hour? All You would just be waiting for Ellie to wake up. Watching TV, probably. In the hotel room. Mm-hmm. You would just be sitting on the couch scrolling TikTok or scrolling Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it, you know? So yeah. I think there's something. Have you ever heard? I think, I don't know if I've talked about it on the show before, but and I'm, I might get it wrong because so if somebody knows this in greater detail than I do, but have you ever heard of the, the way Jerry Seinfeld works? Like it's like the Jerry Seinfeld rule or something Mm -mm. like that. Jerry, but you know, obviously, you know, him from the TV show Seinfeld, but he's primarily, he's a stand up comic is how he, you know, made, made a living originally. And at some point in his life, he committed Two, and I don't remember if it was one joke per day or like one half page of writing per day or five minutes of writing per day. something with his craft. But he committed to doing – making a tiny little step every single day, Mm -hmm. right? And he kept a calendar where he would highlight – the days that he accomplished his goal. And he found for his personality type that the more boxes that he colored in in a row, the more driven he became not to break the chain, not to interrupt the streak. That's exactly how I feel. Because you're like, I've done this for nine days in a row. I'm not going to not color. So I. It's almost like you prove to yourself, you remind yourself that you can. Because when you're in a place where you're not moving forward, and we've all been there at different points in our life, it's so the hardest part is starting it. And then it gets hard to keep up the momentum. But once you build that momentum and you kind of remind yourself, like, oh, actually, I can do this, then it's so much easier. Like he said, because you're like, now it's like a personal challenge to yourself. And you're committing 
like something that's a you know a f- full forty five minutes every day, mm-hmm. plus you know getting ready for it before you go out. So yours is a really big commitment. Yeah. But if you have something, I think it especially app- applies to creative people. But if you have something that you want to accomplish, don't discount the value of these tiny little steps as long as you use that to build a streak. Because think about it: if you are a comedian or a writer. And you commit to know a writer might be the better one because if you're not doing it, it's it's your trade, it's your craft. If you commit to 10 minutes per day, which is nothing, but you commit to doing it, you know, I'm going to write for 10 minutes per day, then you will write 300 minutes per month. That's five hours of writing. That's 60 hours of writing over the course of a year that you did just 10 minutes at a time by keeping the streak. I am feeling like Dolly Parton does that with songs. Like she writes one song a day. Somebody does that with songwriting. And I can't remember who it is. And my brain is saying somewhere deep in my brain is saying it's Dolly Parton, but I don't really know. Anyways, I'm glad that I have been working out throughout this trip because we have been eating horribly. And And by horribly, I mean delicious food. Totally bad for you. And I think there's something about hometown food that I think even if it's not as good or as well-prepared or as perfect of a recipe, there's something that makes all hometown food taste better. Totally agree. And I, it, it the example that I can use is there is – this bakery that I for- completely forgot about until a couple days ago, but it was, it, they made uh, Italian bread. They bake Italian bread and their Italian bread was my grandfather's favorite. Mm-hmm. So whenever we would go visit my grandfather, he lived about an hour North of Syracuse. We would stop by this bakery and get a few loaves of this sliced Italian bread and we would take it up and he would always be so excited. We would immediately toast some of it and have this toasted Italian yeah. bread. I can, in my in my mind, it was the most delicious piece of Italian toast. And to this day, I measure other pieces of Italian toast to this bakery. It's called yeah. Delorio's, right? So we decided to go there a couple of days ago, and the bread was warm. So, of course, we opened the loaf in the car, and Callie says, would you like a slice of Italian bread? And I ate it, and it was as delicious as I remembered. It did not disappoint at all. You know what's really funny about that? I think that you're right. There's this place. My mom's side of the family is from New Mexico. And there's this place out there. This is a slight variation from what you're saying. But there's a place out there that I ate growing up. It's called Blake's Lotta Burger. And it's like the local McDonald's, if you will. Like it's fast food. They make burgers. They make fries, whatever. And that was like our big thing is to like go to Blake's Lotta Burger while we were out there, out there, because it was like you know it's like in and out for California. Like right. when you're when you're there, whatever. Um, it's terrible, but something about it just really hits. Yes. My core. You yes. know what I mean? And it's it's not good. It's it's really not good. But it's a sentimental. It's a sentimental part of you know, of my life, much as like on Reese's in Atlanta. I used the, to eat on Reese's as a kid all the time. And it's to me the most delicious sandwich ever. And it doesn't have to be 
Because Henri's is great. It's fantastic. Like, it doesn't have to be something that's bad. Like, I don't think Delorio's is bad. Mm -hmm. But just because it was printed on my brain right. at age 10, it's what I measure all other Italian bread yes. against. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. There, there's a grocery store called Green Hills Farms. And there was a woman who was a friend of my grandmother's who worked at the bakery. And when I would go in with my parents, she would always let me pick out a treat, a treat, a cookie, a donut, a whatever. And to this day, Green Hills Bakery has the best sour cream glazed. They donuts. really are. I can vouch for okay. that. I had them. But I've been there. I guarantee you they're not the best in the world. But to me, that they just there's just something about the home. sentiment. Yes, absolutely. And I think I bet if a scientist studied it, I think there's something about it being printed on your brain at a young age that makes it. That gives it that quality. Well, and the people that you admire at that age, your grandfather, have such a big influence on you that you're right. like, wow, my grandfather is the coolest and he loves this bread. He says it's the best ever. Right. So that, you know what I mean, yes. becomes your story too because you're like, well, he says it's the best. So when you tell your friends at school yep. about it, you're like, it's the best. It's Hoffman hot dogs. That was my dad's hot dog growing up. Yeah. We had, that was like the, the good hot dog that we would get and we would go to this – roadside stand called hides and get hot dogs and so in my head every time i have a hot dog i'm like well <clears throat> well it's good but it's not, not hides yeah yeah so um you know what we haven't talked about yet is what happened to us our near brush with death on the way up here we didn't talk about that, right? No. And I didn't think it was that big of a deal when it happened. And now in retrospect, it was pretty remarkable that we're okay. I so I have never before seen my life flash before my eyes. And I'm not kidding you. I saw, I was like, we, I had the thought we're about to die. We're driving. It was this, it was probably the top, I would say top four scariest moments of my life. I, the top four. Uh-huh. I have a list. I can tell you what they are right now. Oh, okay. Okay. The first one is when I saw them stop your heart in the hospital. Okay. And you were like literally dead in front of me. That was pretty awful. Yeah. Um. The second one was I was on a really dark road when I was 16, a teenager, and a creepy biker out of nowhere, like slowly was walking his bike across the road going into woods. That yeah. scared me so much that I'll never forget it. Yeah. Three was what happened to us. And number – well – no, I don't know what number four is. So never mind. I have three, but it's in a top three. It's a it top really, three. Really, really terrified me. I we were drive. I was driving, and we were in the left lane, and there was a a, tra a semi in front of us, and the semi veered off the left shoulder. And I will tell you this: I saw way too many. 18 wheelers drift off the shoulder and then correct back on to make me comfortable. Like it happened more than it should have. Right. So when I saw this guy drifting off the, to, to the left shoulder and then coming back on, I didn't think much about it because it had happened more than a handful of times before. But as he got out of the way, in our, all of a sudden, in our lane in front of us, I have no idea how distance-wise, how close or how far it was, but in the middle of our lane was an aluminum ladder that had fallen off a truck. And 
I mean, it was right in the middle of the lane. And so I swerved right to the, to the right and just made it around it and everything was fine. And also almost <clears throat> clipped a tractor, like another tractor trailer. Well, I didn't almost clip it because there's nobody next to us. Well, it wasn't next, but he was like right there. Like if he had been going a little bit faster, you had been going a little bit slower, you could have hit the semi. Right. But I didn't. Because, because, and then when it happened, Callie was totally freaked out by it. And I was like, I didn't feel like it was that big of a deal because it just happened. But in retrospect, when I think about it, I'm, I, like, I remember glancing in the mirror to make sure there was nobody to my right. And I remember speeding up because I knew that the car was, the truck was in the right lane so, like, I actually kind of gunned it and swerved around to the right. But my brain made those decisions without actually making those decisions. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, it just happened. And so now, in retrospect, you're right. That was horrible. I mean, I literally had the thought, this might be the last time I see Ellie. Like, I, I was so scared. And it was terrifying. And you know what's even weirder? So I texted Chrissy before we left, and I was like – I am having all these like final destination flashes in my head. Like this oh, is. Oh God, why are you saying this halfway through the trip? Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you about it when we get home. Did what? Pause. Now, nope. now, Pause. Now I'm not going to follow any log trucks. Yeah. Isn't that a scene no, from I'll final destination? No, I'll tell you when we get home. You have to tell me now. I don't think I can because we're not home safely yet and I don't want to get in your head about it because I'm already freaked out. Mm. I don't need you being jumpy on the road. You're driving. I'm not jumpy, but maybe it'll help me prepare. I'll tell you when we get home. There's not a week that goes by where we don't discuss the importance of taking care of your mental health on this show. It's something so important to Callie and I because we've both benefited from therapy, but also we want to normalize those conversations. We don't want to make therapy something that has to hide in the shadows. That's why we're so proud to partner with BetterHelp. They've got convenient professional counselors standing by waiting to talk to you. Their therapy is affordable. Financial aid is available if you qualify. And these are licensed therapists who are ready to talk to you about depression or anxiety or trauma, grief, self-esteem, whatever it is that is holding you back from being your full 100% authentic self, they can help you. And they do it all virtually. So there's no awkward waits in waiting rooms. Or if you're being really safe because of coronavirus, you don't have to go out in public and, and be in a, in a public waiting room. These appointments happen from the comfort of your own home. I want you to start living a happier life today. As an Upside listener, you can get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health by going to betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside today. Rothy's makes super cute, sustainable shoes and bags. They're carefully crafted with eco-friendly materials like repurposed plastic water bottles and marine plastics. Rothy's has transformed over 75 million bottles into beautiful shoes, handbags, and face masks. Now, I know what you're thinking, right? You're thinking, how could that possibly be comfortable? And is it cute? Yes, they are super cute. They are my favorite shoes. I have, I think, three different styles, and I have five pair total, and I absolutely love them. And they are super, super comfortable. There is no break-in period. 
Your feet will not be covered in blisters when you throw your feet in these flats. And if you wear flats, you know the pain that comes from breaking them in sometimes. Well, not with Rothy's. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash upside today. If you've got more than one person in your house trying to get healthy, FitTrack's Dara Smart Scale is going to be great because you just have every single person put the app on their phone, the totally free app, and then when they step on the scale, it will pair with their phone and keep track of their weight right there in the app. It's also going to keep track of 16 other body compositions, including your body fat percentage, muscle mass, hydration levels, bone density, all of these things that measure health besides weight. There's so much more to being healthy than just how much you weigh. And the FitTrack scale keeps track of all of it. Stop measuring weight and start measuring health with FitTrack. Go to FitTrack.com slash upside to take 50% off your order. And for a limited time, you can get an additional 30% off with the code BUILD30 at checkout. That's FitTrack, F-I-T-T-R-A-C-K dot com slash upside to save 50% plus an additional 30% with code BUILD30 at checkout. Do not miss out on this amazing limited time offer. FitTrack.com slash upside code BUILD30 at checkout. Today's quote of the day is... Holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Here are my three random things brought to you today, like they are every day, by our friends at Brown & Company Jewelers. Uh, number one, telephobia is the fear of talking to someone on the phone. I might have that. It's a, it's a phone. It's a type of anxiety about the telephone. It's the fear of phone conversations. And some of the symptoms of this include delaying or avoiding making calls. Yes. Feeling extremely nervous or anxious before, during, and after the call. Yes. Obsessing and worrying about what you'll say and specifically that you'll say the wrong things. Yes. If you were hooked up to the proper equipment, you would see an increase in your heart rate and a quickening of your breath. Some people even feel muscle tension and dizziness. What did I say to you yesterday? I said, I've got to call my doctor. And then 30 minutes later, you're like, hey, have you called your doctor? I'm like, no, I'm procrastinating. Guess how long I've been procrastinating? Two weeks. I, when we were um, driving up and we were trying to find um, a hotel in our, we decided that Roanoke would be our stopping point. Yeah. And we didn't plan that ahead of time. We were just going to drive until we, we got tired like and mm -hmm. Ellie got fussy and then we were going to stop. And it happened to be Roanoke. So I said to Callie, hey, will you start calling hotels in Roanoke to see who has rooms. And so she's using the internet. We're in the middle of nowhere. She's trying to use the internet. It's slow. It's not connecting. And I'm like, will you just call? You're like, no, no, no. I'm just looking it up. And finally I said the magic words, you dial the phone and I'll talk. Music to my ears. And she's like, okay, I've got all the numbers saved. <laughs> Boom. Hello, Hampton Inn. Can I help you? And I was like, what? You had the number, but you... Yeah, no. She just didn't want to talk. It. I get it, though. I don't like to do the phone either. All right, that's uh, my random thing, number one. Uh, number two, if you're in a relationship and you have kids 
and you and the kids are trying to lobby the other parent about getting pets, here's something you can put in your arsenal. Uh, the next time your kid begs you for a pet, give in because a new study is suggesting that kids with pets learn language more quickly and actually end up with better verbal skills. Interesting. Yep. So put that in your arsenal. Get yourself a dog or a cat or a ferret or a bunny, bunny, whatever you want, parakeet. And finally, this one, Callie, is just for you and I. My third random thing is uh, a study by Ikea says that 72% of men surveyed said that they get a good night's sleep on the couch and enjoy having couch sleeps once or twice a year. Jeff loves a couch nap. Like, loves a couch nap. Couch nap. I like couch nights. Yeah. Like, I like to sleep on the couch every now and again. He does. I don't get it. I don't get it. I love it. It's not as much of a restful sleep for me. 72% of men, uh, so I'm definitely in the majority, a survey conducted by IKEA. Those are my three random things. Now, we don't have audio for this one, but I do want to tell you that Dory from Houston was our last uh, March of Appreciation winner, and she chose ButcherBox. So ButcherBox is officially off the list. Um, Jeff is going to order her a box of her choice with whatever meats um, – or fish that she wants in there. It's one of our favorites. It's an advertiser on the show. Um, yeah. For the rest of you, well, I guess for all of you who are trying to win. Yeah, anybody. technically Dory could win again she if could. she wanted to. Yeah. Um, the word that you want to text today is pride, P-R-I-D-E. Text that word to 800-434-5454. Qantas Airlines in Australia is doing a promotion that I think is fantastic. And Callie, I want to know if you would do this. Okay. From their three major cities, I guess their hubs in Australia, Sydney, Melbourne, and I don't know what the third one is. Okay. But you can go to the airport and you can buy a ticket, a Qantas airline ticket on this certain flight, and they're not going to tell you where it's going. So you could end up in the country at like a winery. You could end up at the beach. You could end up at like a historical destination. You could ha- you could end up anywhere. The only thing that they tell you is that the flight will be under a certain amount of time. I think it's under three hours. Um, it will not go to another hub. So you won't go from like, you know. Big city to big city. Big city to mm-hmm. big city. And um, I don't know if they give you any guidance on how to dress or how to pack mm-hmm. or if they give you a list of options and you just have to have an outfit for every one of those. Yeah. But uh, I – would you go on a vacation like that? I would go on a vacation like that. However, I feel like in the article it said it was for like 24 hours or something like that. or th- I mean it was short. It's a weekend trip. It's a weekend trip. And that I don't think I would do. And here's where I become my father's daughter. Because the time that it would take to pack whatever, get to the airport, park, do the thing, whatever. Like you'd have – you'd spend half your time getting to and from the airport. And then once you land, getting to and from the airport there. And then I just think it's too much of a hassle. Now, if they said you can go somewhere yeah, for a week, I would totally do it. But if you – hold on. So if you were doing a, a weekend trip and you knew the destination, then it's not that much of a hassle. 
No, because you book everything in advance and you know what you're doing and you can plan it out and have an efficient idea of your time. But that's what this is. Like, you know that what time the flight leaves. Right, le- but you don't know where you're going. So you can't research and figure out what you want to do. You just like plop down they, there and start. They have activities and stuff planned for you. Oh. So it's a it's a vaca- it's an unknown vacation package. So if you go to a, and I don't know enough about Australia. I know we have listeners in Australia, so y'all are let welcome. Let us know. Please, um, you know, let us know how this works. But if you were to go, like if it was in the States, you might get on the plane in Atlanta. They don't tell you where you're going. You go up in the air and then you land in wherever, Austin, Texas. And then they have planned for you a tour of barbecue restaurants and a barbecue cooking class and then a night in a live music venue. And they have that planned for you. And then the next day you're on your own. And then the next day you fly home. No, I would say no. Cause then that angle now I'm like, well, that's too groupy. Like, I don't want to hang out with a whole group. I want to, you know, I, I would actually, if so, if Delta, if you're listening, Delta, because Delta's hubbed in Atlanta, based in Atlanta, uh, I think I would do that. Would you? I think it would be really neat. Would you do it with me or would you want to do solo? Of course I would do it with you. Well, I know, but sometimes you're, you know, kind of a lone wolf. I like, am oh. not. A, I have gone on one. <laughs> I went on one vacation like 10 years ago by myself <laughs> because I had Sky Miles to use or some sort of voucher or something. And I had time, like leftover vacation days. And I went on one vacation by myself, hated it and came home early. Oh, yeah. And, I forgot about that. And since then, Callie's, every time I talk about a trip, you're like, well, you sure you want to go with me? I mean, you did go up. <laughs> you do like to vacation alone. That's false. That's false. <laughs> That's fake news. It's not true. Um, but yes, Delta, if you did something like that, I think I would be one of your first customers. I would love to do something like that. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. I would like to congratulate, Callie, you, on your very first, earning your very first Protect the Nap badge. (laughs) I did. So Katie Burke, who writes our Pick Me Up newsletter, um, she's on the Callie and Jeff team, and she did some Instagram stories, what was the last year, of her sitting in her driveway, drinking a glass of wine, not driving, not anything like that, but her daughter had fallen asleep in her car seat. She didn't want to wake her up. So she went inside, got some wine, came back out, was sitting in the car while her daughter was sleeping. And she was like, you got to protect the nap. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because her... If- and now I didn't. And her I, husband was like, "You're crazy." I didn't. I didn't understand. Well, I don't think he understood what was happening because he came home and walked up, and there she is sitting with a, gla- a cup of wine in the cup holder and watching, you know, Netflix or whatever on her phone. And he's like, "What's happening here?" <laughs> but I didn't understand this before Ellie. But if you have a child that gets on a schedule, and then the schedule ends up getting thrown off by a half hour, an hour, or whatever. It could you get throw, a cranky babe. And it could screw up the rest of the day. Right. So, Callie, the, yesterday, when we were out running errands, uh, we came back to Dad's house, 
and Ellie had just fallen asleep and it was within 15 minutes of her nap. And we get out of the car and she says, you know, just leave the car on. I'm just going to sit here. I don't want to bring the baby in because she's going to wake up. So dad and I went in the house and hung out and Callie just sat in the car. And And I felt like any other circumstance, I would say, oh my gosh, that is so rude. But with the napping baby situation, like even Jeff at the end of the day, he's like, I really want to go in and hang out with my dad, but I know what that's going to do to Ellie if we don't get her down for a nap. And I just, we got to get her down for her nap or she's not going to sleep well tonight. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah. That, that was our big lesson, by the way, from the, this trip is for any parent that I ever said in the course of my life, do you really, I mean, can't, can't you, what is the difference between 4.30 and 5? I now understand what the difference is. In between, baby time, it's, yes. it's like five days. Between 4.30 and 5. So we've been pretty rigid on the naps. I, and we've been pretty good. I actually, I'm into the naps. I think it's good. I think we're doing a good job with that. And so we're sitting inside the house while Callie's out in the car protecting the nap. And my dad just offhand mentions that he has to pick something up at the hardware store. And I say, well, let's go now. So they get back in 15, the car. 15 minutes later, we come out, we get in the car. Kelly's like, what are you guys doing? We're like, oh, we're going to go to the hardware store. My dad went and had to get a, a timer for his light. So we went and got it, came back, and Ellie was still sleeping. Nap protected, mission accomplished. <laughs> you had your first poop up the back incident. Uh, that alone makes your trip to Syracuse and Ellie meeting her grampy. Super eventful. Uh, next time, you gotta know, that diaper bag goes with you everywhere. The first time I decided to take my kids' change of clothes out of her diaper bag, she has a poop up the back incident in the Home Depot, and it was on my birthday. So I had to laugh, and that was awesome. <laughs> Thank you guys. Love you. Bye. It is getting warmer outside. We're venturing out a little more. But one thing that I'll probably not do a lot of again is in-store shopping at grocery stores. We have a Thrive Market membership and we absolutely love it. They have healthy food, snacks, and body care products and they ship it right to your house. So it's an online market. It's membership-based. What does that mean? It means you pay a membership fee and then you get access to all of their healthy food, their healthy snacks, which I love. And they are a fraction of the price at what you'd pay at a normal grocery store. You can easily shop on Thrive Market by diet, which is so cool. So they have 70 plus diets like keto, paleo, gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, fair trade certified, BPA free, and more. So you can just go and sort it out by whatever you're doing. So if you're following keto, then you would just click on the keto tab and it shows you all of the food that is keto friendly, which I think is super cool. It's really easy. And I love seeing the discount on what I pay at our local store. When you join, you give back through Thrive Gifts, their one-for-one membership matching program. Every paid membership sponsors a free one for a low-income family. Join Thrive Market today to get 25% off your first order and an exclusive free gift. The only way to get this offer is by going to thrivemarket.com slash upside. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-M-A-R-K-E-T.com slash upside to get the exclusive offer, 25% off your first order and free gift. You can't get this offer any 
anywhere else. Go to thrivemarket.com slash upside. Good morning, Callie and Jess. I am listening to where you guys are talking about Callie going a day or two without showering because you get busy and you have small windows of time to get things done. That is totally normal in new mom life. And honestly, I still struggle with this. And my son is going to be two in April. You know, you, you get them to bed at night and finally get to do all the things that you need to do. And I work full time. Um, and Callie and I, you'll go back to work your schedule will be slightly different than mine, but it's still the same. You know, you're like, oh, I need to get all of these things done when the toddler isn't trying to help, quote unquote. So it gets to be like 930 at night and then I'm utterly exhausted and don't feel like showering. So it, it's, uh, I feel like a struggle for me right now. I don't know if that's still normal, but what you're going through, Callie, for sure is normal because I have 17 million things to check off my to-do list. So totally normal. I, but I really appreciate Jeff's concern for you and wanting to make sure that you're good. Um, that's so awesome that he is there to support you through this whole postpartum journey. So keep being awesome, guys. Have a great day. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Kathy. I'm calling about the woman that was taking the picture of the dog in someone's yard that um, piqued Jeff's curiosity. I just wanted to let you know the first thing that I thought of was we have lost our dog that we love. He passed away a couple of months ago, and we have family members that know how much our dog meant to us that have taken pictures of other dogs around town that look like him or remind them of him, and they send them to me and to my husband and it's just so sweet and it's just um, part of the the healing process and maybe that's what she's up to it was maybe she's doing something kind for someone just wanted to let you uh, think on that a moment and when you see our friends out taking pictures of little dogs like ours that's that's just they're just being sweet love you have a wonderful day bye you can't be perfect without knowing what imperfect is you have to experience imperfection at some point to go now i'm perfect i would urge anybody listening to really really look into what their definition of success is because it should be yours not other people's perception and not their definition So a win is always a win when you know what it is to you.